back once again. Thursday, MLB DFS slate. We are going to break down the late slate for DraftKings and FanDuel. Hit you with some props. Hit you with some bets. Hit you with our favorite pitchers, stacks, and all that kind of good stuff. Make sure you lock in at WinDailySports.com. Tons of free content. MLB, NBA, PGA. Hop in our Discord chat. We're getting geared up for the NFL season. That's right around the corner. I hope everybody's enjoying their summer. But let's get right into this Thursday night slate. Dave, when I look at this slate, you got a six-gamer here. Pitching is kind of weak on DraftKings and FanDuel. When I open up the slate, I, I see a path to go Mania against Milwaukee. A young kid out of St. Louis, Liberator against Chicago makes some sense too. And then we don't know how to really play Jordan Lyles versus Flexin, but I think both those guys are pitchable. 6,700, 6,200 as your SP2 as well. But if I had to make a choice right now, I think Mania up top, Libertor at 7,300. It's a nice little landing spot on DraftKings to line up. What's your thoughts, though, on pitching? Yeah, I love it. Mania, you know, look, Milwaukee just hasn't been hitting left-handers very well. Last two weeks, they're 30th in batting average, batting 199 against lefties. So uh, I think we got a good spot with Mania. Um I know Milwaukee leads the league in home runs, and, and they're really powerful, but they not against lefties. And they're even seventh in K rate, 22.6 in the past two weeks against lefties. So I really do like this spot. I think Mune is probably worth paying up for. I'm with you there. I kind of like who he's going against as my second. I do like Libertor. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think he had a great outing last time out, and, and I'll, I'll sprinkle him in. But Hauser's my other guy that I'm looking at. I, I wondered where you were sitting here. Hauser struggles this year. I've really been with command. His high whip is really attributed to his walk rate. But when we look at you know who he's playing, San Diego, 18th in walk rate, um, 27th in win run, uh, weighted runs created in the past two weeks, 30th in slugging, 30th in homers. They just haven't been hitting that well. I think we got an opportunity to maybe plug both those pitchers from that game. I wondered what you thought. Yeah, Hauser has some upside. He's just faced San Diego not too long ago. Had a, a decent out in 16 and a half on the road in San Diego. Six innings, four Ks. Roughed up in St. Louis, but St. Louis can get to any pitcher these days. He pitched well against Atlanta. Uh, pitched against Cincinnati twice. One bad game, one good game. And then earlier in the year, he started off pretty high. Had a good start against Chicago, good start against your Phillies, decent start against St. Louis. So, look, he's not a guy that I'm going to go all in on. I don't think any of these pitchers should be a pitcher you go all in on. It's a, it's a night to diversify. It's a night to go and focus on the bats that you really love and then see what fits for your SB1, SB2. I think Hauser is in play. Mania, I give the slight edge. I think there's a higher K rate there that we could take advantage of. 60 Ks on the season. He has the higher upside, only $1,200 more. So I lean Mania. I'm not against Hauser. Um, I'm not going to pitch Detmers against the Yankees. And as good or above average uh, Gonsolin has been, the Mets have been super hot too. So I can, I can see a path that Gonsolin goes five innings, five Ks, maybe two earned runs. But at 9,100, not really on him. Tyon. Look, I'm not a tie-on guy. I know he's pitching at home. I don't really like that either. I'm not pitching either of these guys in Colorado. No Ian Anderson for me. No Gomber for me. So that's why I was saying Seattle-Baltimore looks like a, a landing spot. I like Libertor a lot, though, as long as the wind's not blowing out in Chicago. This kid is young. He should be able to go out there and pitch 90 pitches, 100 pitches. 
I'm not scared of Chicago at all. I like the price tag at 7,300. So that's where I'm going to lean with my SB2. But I do think there's a path that Lyles has a good game. I think there's a path that Flexen has a good game. Am I going to say it with any extreme confidence? No. But the price is right on both these guys. 6,200 on Flexen is cheap. 6,700 on Lyles, cheap as an SB2. These guys can bust. You know, Seattle can go out there and score a bunch of runs. Baltimore did it on Wednesday um, against a guy like Robbie Ray. So, look, there's there's both sides of this where it can bust. But also, they do have some K upside here. Um, probably lean flexing to hope to get me 15, but it's pretty close with Lyles. I'm not, you know, petrified of Seattle's offense by any means. So, I think Lyles, who had some good games against the Yankees, had a good game against Kansas City. Had a good game against Boston. He goes out there, gets me 15 points. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Now to flip the conversation and talk about stacks here. Six games late. We're not really in love with any of these pitchers, and we got Coors Field. Where do you stand on your stacks? Yeah, it's the Braves, and and, and a lot of it is Gomber. I mean, he had an atrocious outing his last time out against the Nationals. Didn't even get out or just got out of the first, but um, I know it was like a negative double-digit outing. He was just awful. He hasn't been good in the month of May. And then you look at the Braves. They're just mashing left-handed pitching the past two weeks. They're second in batting average. They're second in slugging, second OPS. Um, They're all up on that board, and and they're hitting them well. So I think it's a great opportunity to get guys in there. Albies, Acuna, I think, is going to play. So – you have some options there, but the Braves are really good against lefties. Uh, Riley is another one of my favorites. So it's a stack for the Braves for me. Yeah, Zuno in there too. You got to check on Acuna and make sure he is playing. Yeah. But anytime I, I see Atlanta versus a lefty, I feel a lot more confident than when they go out there and, and trot out against a righty. Swanson has been you know, heating up a little bit too. So you got Swanson, you got Riley, you got Acuna, you got Azuna, you got both catchers, Contreras and Darno. Um, Matt Olson can still hit, um, and he might not face too much of Gomber. It might be three or four innings of Gomber, and then Matt Olson comes in, and he's cheap at 4,600. So all these Braves are cheap. There's no real, you know, pitcher above 10K. Mania's at 9,700, and you're going to probably pair him with one of their cheaper guys out there in that 6 or 7K range. At least that's what I'm looking to do. And if you do do that, you can pay up for all these guys and, and make a, a nice lineup. You know, you might not be able to get – you might not even get Acuna in this lineup. He might be out. So if he's out, that might, you know, make things easier. But if he plays, regardless, you're you're playing him, and you can still go out there. You just got to, you know, maybe move a guy like Albies. But a five-man stack of Atlanta is going to be popular. Now, outside of Atlanta, Colorado can hit as well. You know, they're, they're going to be facing – Ian Anderson, Ian Anderson, back and forth, 4.34 ERA. Let up two home runs against Miami. Not so great. Um, he doesn't have a, a ton of K upside here, so Colorado can get to him. You got guys like Blackman. You got guys like Crone and Connor Joe's been hitting. Ryan McMahon's been hitting. So a lot of guys for Colorado, it's an easy game stack if you want to go ahead and game stack the entire, you know, course field game. But – I think there's a couple other options as much as I think Seattle and, and Baltimore could be effective pitching with Lyles and flex. And I think both these lineups can hit as well. The over under there is eight and a half. It's not as high as the over under in course field at 11, but it's playable. And look, the Mets have been on fire. 
Don't count out the Mets against Gonsolin. They've been swinging a very, very hot bat. And I think also the Cardinals against the Cubs is in play as well. You know, looking at those those two matchups, thoughts there, you know, any love for the Mets or the Dodgers against Tyron Walker, thoughts on the Cardinals against Keegan Thompson as a possible, like lower owned stack to go with either Colorado or Atlanta. If I had to pick any of those right now, I'm going to lean a little bit towards the Mets. And you, you hit a chord there with me. The Mets are playing very good baseball, as we saw the other day. Um, really just bash the Nationals. And then you go into yeah, – yeah. Yeah, you go into L.A., Gonsolin, I mean, he's been great. Hasn't let up more than two earned runs, I think, any start this year. But here's what he does. He throws fastball, split 61% of the time. Well, guess what? The Mets are fourth against the fastball, second against the split um, in, in way to runs created. So they hit those two pitches pretty well, and those are his two best offerings. I think you have a sneaky stack there with the Mets. People aren't really going to – you know, they know the Mets are good, but they're probably going to try and pay up for the Braves, Rockies. You mentioned the Orioles. Mariners, I think they might get caught in the mud there a little bit. I do like the Cardinals. I think, you know, they've been playing good baseball of late, taking that series against the Brewers. Goldschmidt has just been on an absolute tear in May. So I go Mets, then Cardinals. Dodgers are in a little bit of a funk, and Pittsburgh is doing something to them in that recent series. So, yeah, Mets, Cardinals, I probably lean on on the few that you just said there. Yeah, I I do think the Yankees are in play as well. Um, Mm -hmm. They might have a double header. They do have a doubleheader. I don't know. Has it been reported they're going to have a doubleheader on Thursday? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they have the they have a doubleheader on Thursday. Um, we got to see if Detmer starts game one or game two or Tani starts game one or game two. Um, I'm seeing Detmers right now, and I'm, I'm only seeing one game right now. I'm not sure if they're going to push the doubleheader. I'm seeing conflicting reports. Are they going to push the doubleheader to Thursday or to Friday? So we, we got to see what they end up doing here. Um, mixed report still it's it's late on Wednesday night while we're doing this you know live stream right now so well, Friday the Angels come to Philly so yeah uh, so I think they're they're gonna squeeze it in tomorrow and I'm, I'm seeing Otani and Cortez which will be fun so at Detmer's I'm with you we could stack them at the night the Yankees are great against lefties aren't they yeah I, if if Detmer's is starting in the second game and not the first game I do like the Yankees as a stack for sure. We got to see what lineup rolls out though that will change things if they go heavy with their starters mm-hmm. in game one and maybe only play half their starters in game two. I would downgrade the Yankees, and that's when you got to hop in our expert chat. Um, definitely laying some props in our expert chat as well as I do every single day. You know, I've been pretty much uh, above you know above profitable lines on my K props and game lines. So definitely hop in our Discord expert chat. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. You know, Dave, looking at the lines, not all the lines are out as of yet, but anything early that you like, you got the Twins and Tigers line out. Um, you got Kluber versus the Rangers here. Possibility is to get some plus money on the Rangers side. Cueto still pitching in the big leagues. He's going against the Blue Jays and Manoa. Um, Nationals, Reds. Any love here, early games, late games, any bets for the night? Yeah, I do like the Blue Jays a lot. Uh, and Manoa's just been really tough. And, and the White Sox with Anderson going down recently, um, they've hung in there in this series, but they're just they're shelling themselves of what we saw in 2021. Manoa's been pitching on fire. The Blue Jays are actually a little bit um, – I guess they're kind of in, in, in stuck in neutral is, is what we'd like to say. I, I think they need to get rolling soon. I like Manoa tomorrow. And I do like the Braves over the two-and-a-half in the first five uh, run line. Uh, run scored line. I just think they're going to attack Gomber. Gomber's let up. Um, he's 
let up more than two and a half in the first five and five of his starts this year. So, I mean, we're better than 50% that um, he lets his opponent score more than two runs. So I like the Braves to really spark tomorrow. And I, I think they're going to attack Gomber early. Yeah, I like the call. The Braves are going to be the top stack of the slate as far as the night slate goes. So stack up the Braves late. Get your, your SP2 right between, you know, one of the value guys. I like Libertor. As long as Chicago doesn't have the wind blowing out like it's been, you know, the past couple of days here, Libertor is in play. I like Mania up top, and I will get some shares of Lyles and Flexton for GPPs only. But my optimal pitching combination will be Mania, Libertor with an Atlanta stack. With that combination, you're probably going to have around $3,000 left outside of your five man stack on DraftKings. So you saw it in one 2K guy whether he's in the outfield or middle infield or catcher to where I usually like to land with my uh, value spots. There will be value on the slate, especially with the Yankees playing a doubleheader uh, potentially against the Angels. That will be a good landing spot. And there's always cheap value at catcher, second base, and shortstop. So we'll find a spot there at 2K or 2,500 to free up some more cash to, to make this five-man stack for Atlanta hit. They should smash Gomber. They have so many power righties. As long as Acuna plays, I'm in love with the Atlanta stacks. So that's where I'll be going. Catch us in Discord. Catch us again tomorrow, laying out the slate for Friday. And we always got you covered on the weekend with our Series XM show on the Fantasy Channel. And also, we do our 5 for 5 where Tony breaks it down every Saturday, Sunday. So we're out of here. Have a good Thursday. Make some money at the Sportsbook. Hop in our expert chat. And make sure you like and subscribe to the channel.